Hi, everybody. Welcome to Real Talk with T. I am so glad that you tuned in today to listen to my podcast. I hope that um, you are encouraged by today, that you um, are encouraged to just continue your journey, whatever journey you are on, wherever you are with God. I just pray that this podcast episode will bless you as I pray that all of them will. So I'm just going to jump right in. Yeah, so I know it's been a while since I have recorded a podcast and I have repented for that because I know that this is something that God has given me to just encourage and help others. And so today, the title of the podcast is going to be three things I've learned so far this year. So this year has been a interesting year for me. I don't know if it has been the same for you. A lot of different new things have come into my life, um, including a new place, um, a new city, just a lot of newness, freshness, all of that. So I wanted to kind of share where I am right now and three three things, like I stated earlier, that I've learned so far um, this year. I know the year isn't out right now. It's October. It actually is October 1st. So I'm recording this on October 1st. And I really just hope it just really, really blesses you. You know, a lot of times we want to give our best our best selves you know with social media we're always putting on our best selves but sometimes we do need to be transparent and honest with others so that we can help them you never really know what what part of your story that you're in right now that can bless that can encourage that can give someone else hope and keep them pushing on um to what god has for them and so i'm a person that i i typically try my best to be as transparent as possible my friends and family know if we if we talk you know I'm more of a person that I will let you know where I am um of course it is now what I'm learning is it does have to come with boundaries because you know just at different places in your life God may allow you to share and then other times he may not but anyway that's something else so today like I said the title is three things I've learned so far this year so I'm just gonna go ahead and get into the first thing the first thing is being willing to take a leap we pray for change but don't want to move our feet so earlier this year I took the biggest leap that I have ever taken at this point in my life I know there are going to be more but this was the biggest one for me I actually ended up moving to a new city where I did not know anyone and starting a new job getting a new place everything basically being new and Towards the end of last year, I was really praying about just different um, direction for me and my daughter. And after praying about it, honestly, to be honest, let me go back. I, I actually already had in mind what my plan was. Everyone who knows me, or if you've known me for any period of time, you would know that I love Charlotte. That was the number one place that I wanted to move. I just figured that God was going to just move me there. I was going to find the job that I need, the place. Everything was just going to fall in place the way that it should. And I had been wanting to move to Charlotte for years, guys, like years. And nothing just came through. I just didn't feel like a piece about even though we you know I tried to give myself peace about it by stepping out there I even had a couple of job interviews and just nothing really stuck and so after having Eliana I just really wanted something new I just felt like okay maybe now is the time to ask God to seek him about where we should be where we should go things like that and so Charlotte was not the place <laughs> that God actually had for me. He actually gave me somewhere that I feel like was not even on my radar, even though 
Um, I, if you are familiar with South Carolina, I was living at the time in Columbia. And so Charlotte is actually an hour and a half away from, from Columbia. So I was thinking, well, you know, it's not that far. It's a place where people usually go to, like a lot of my friends travel there. So it wouldn't be out of the way. And, uh, my family that's in Columbia, then, okay, it's not that far from them either. So if I wanted to come back and visit, my daughter and I could come back. So I'm just rationalizing all of these things with Charlotte being my number one. Well, after praying and really listening this time, instead of talking, I ended up finding out that God was not leading me to go to Charlotte, but actually the opposite direction. And he wanted me to go to Greenville, South Carolina. So I know people are like, well, how did you know where he, because I get this question a lot. How do you know where he wanted you to go? One of the things that I do, Typically, when I feel like God is wanting me to go to a different place, I typically pray about it. And then for me, God speaks to me a lot of times through dreams. I'm a big dreamer. So at this point in my, in my you know, asking, I ended up asking for, okay, God, well, if you want me to go here, give me a dream. Um, and then on top of that dream, I'll usually, I'll ask for like a word of scripture or something like that, just to kind of give me clarity. And so literally, when I tell you guys, I literally kept having dreams of seeing a sign that said Greenville, South Carolina. I mean, every single time not every single time I went to sleep but I literally would go to sleep and I would pray and then I would see a vision of Greenville one of them actually I wasn't asleep I just saw it like Greenville South Carolina so I'm thinking to myself like God okay Greenville like what exactly is in Greenville and if you know anything about Greenville, Greenville is a little bit, I, I believe, and I, you know, this is my opinion, but I just believe that Greenville is faster than Columbia, South Carolina, but slower than Charlotte, North Carolina, if that makes sense. So it's like right in the middle. Um, so at this point, I'm like, okay, I've had three different encounters about Greenville. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, so it's time for me to look for a job. And at the time I was doing work from home, a work from home job, but it was really hard because at the time, of course I had a toddler. So I'm just like, okay, so I'm open to finding new employment. And I did want to continue to work from home just for my for my own preference, I did. So I take my first leap of faith and I start applying for jobs. I mean, I'm applying everywhere, all of these places in Greenville, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then one of the things I want to say as well, earlier this year, it was prophesied through a um, prophet, Tiffany uh, Montgomery, that this year would be the year of the, the year of the bride. But also I heard another prophecy of, um, just basically that this year being a lot of alignment for some people as far as uh, progress, progression, promotion, um, newness as well. I've been getting, I was already hearing a lot of these words. And anybody knows me, if I hear a prophecy, even if I don't feel like it's geared towards me, I, I attach my faith to it. And the reason why is because if you don't really know what God is trying to do in your life, when you hear a prophecy and there's something that you desire, they don't have to necessarily call your name in order for you to receive it. That's the word too. You don't have to wait on them to call your name in order for you to receive a blessing or receive promotion or receive it in your life. You can attach your faith to it. So what I was doing when I was hearing all of these different prophecies about, you know, progression, like I said, success and God really putting speed behind a lot of the promotion and the progression. I was like, okay, guy, I'm just going to believe you for it. I'm just going to believe that you are going to line up everything the way that 
it needs to be lined up. And one of the things I believe so, so wholeheartedly about faith is that you don't have to feel faith. Faith is one of those things that you can even pray and say, God, I believe, I want to believe you. Help me to believe you. Help me to get rid of my doubt when it comes to this promise about my life because I want to have this one day. This is a desire. This is a heart's desire of mine. And if it is your will, I receive it into my life. So at this particular time, I kept hearing all of these prophecies being spoken and I was just like, okay, I'm just going to believe it. So while I'm, while I am applying for jobs, some came through, some didn't. And also you guys, I just want to, I just want to put this part in. I just remember this while I'm applying for jobs in Greenville, I actually get a call from another job in Columbia. Now, this is also a test because I know what I have heard, what I have seen in my dreams, all of these things. And now all of a sudden, this company who has never, ever reached out to me before, and they're a really good company, they reach out to me to offer me a position at their job. So I go on the interview. I'm just going to put like a little break in this. I go on the interview and everything like that. I'm just like, oh, great. They're like, they're really, they seem like they're really like, you know, feeling me and want to give me the job. But at the same time, I have also put in applications for Greenville. So at this point, I'm like, okay, God, if this is your will, and if you are really, really leading me here, I will not get the job that's in Columbia, but I will definitely get a job in Greenville. And, I, and I'm, the type, I'm the type of person where I believe that there will be challenges whenever, you know, God is trying to pull you into something new but I also believe that according to your faith so shall it be unto you and for me I'm the type of person where I always pray like Lord if it's not your will if I'm going the wrong way just cancel every single other way close every single door until this door is remaining open and if this is the door you want me to go through you will give me the grace and give me the and grant me the mercy that okay what if I didn't hear you and I and I made the wrong decision okay that's fine I still chose to take a leap of faith and believe you and I know that you will redirect me because you're a good father so I put in applications for these jobs and you guys I did not get the job in Columbia South Carolina and so I was like, okay, it's no no love loss. It was a great company, but okay, God has something else for me. Now, around this time, this is also the time also where I have to make a decision about my old place and where I live because I'm like, okay, I don't want to continue to live here. It was great for the season that I was in, but I'm believing God for something else. I'm believing God for more. I'm believing God for more space because my daughter, she's walking now. She's running into stuff. She, she needs to be able to explore all of these things. So I'm believing for all of these things, guys. I'm believing for a place. I'm believing for a job. And at the time, I did not have transportation. So it's a lot of different things that are barriers right now that are in the way to me. <laughs> Seems like getting to where God has already called me to be and what he's shown me in a vision. So after being in Greenville, I mean, excuse me, after applying to jobs in Greenville, I finally get a call. I get a call. And the guy's going over my resume with me and he's saying, he's saying, he gets all the way to the end after he said, okay, I definitely want to set you up with a second interview and et cetera, et cetera. And then he's like, but it says that you're in Columbia. Your resume says that you're in Columbia, South Carolina. Are you in Greenville or are you still in Columbia? And then he goes on to say, because for this particular job, you have to be within a 30 mile radius of the actual corporate office. 
So now I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I haven't moved yet. I haven't found any. First, I was trying to find a job. So better yet, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to put things in order here. So I need a job before I can find a place, of course. So um, I tell him, I said, well, actually I am right now currently still in Columbia, South Carolina, but I am wanting and looking to relocate to Greenville. So what he tells me is he said, okay, well, normally he was like, I wouldn't do this, but I am this time because I really believe this will be a great opportunity for you. So also prior to this, I also prayed that if it was God's will for him to move me, relocate me, that he would open the door for favor, resources, every single thing, because it's not my job to provide for this particular move. If this is your will. And when I say provide, I mean making the way. Like, I don't have to be the one, re I'll say responsible. I won't say provide. I don't have to be the one responsible for making this happen. If this is your will, God, you will cause it to happen. Supernaturally, in the timing that you want, all of that will be lined up. So, guys, I ended up getting, um, I ended up getting, um, the second interview. But this is the thing that got me. Every single step of taking a leap you have to document and kind of keep in your mind and your memory for times when it gets hard and you've taken a leap and it's not as smooth you have to remind yourself of these times because he honestly told me I have no idea how your resume ended up in my system because I only searched for Greenville he literally tells me this usually doesn't happen to me usually when I'm searching for candidates who live in Greenville nobody from Columbia pops up because that's not what I'm searching for. So God literally supernaturally put my resume before him. So y'all, I'm telling you this story because it definitely is is still leading back to my first point of taking a leap, but with but being willing to move. I have been praying for years to move to a different place, but it was not the right timing. And honestly, I don't even believe at the time that where I was when I was praying about this, that I would have been willing to take that leap. Everything was not just, it just was not the right time for it. But I still want to go back to the first point or the first thing I learned is that you have to be willing to move. But let me tell y'all, even though at this point in time, I'm like, okay, God, you provided in the job area, preferably after I take this, do the second interview, everything goes smooth. And then I'm able to actually get the job. So second interview guys and I want to make this condensed because I feel like I'm taking a long time telling this but second interview guys it was horrible my internet connection was messing up and because I was not in Greenville we did the interview virtual my internet was messing up um at this point in my mind in my natural mind I'm thinking well God are you leading me to this job because the internet is messing up the guy said that he couldn't really hear me I'm answering the questions that he's asking me on the interview, but at the end of the interview, he was not pleased with my internet connection. And because the job was a work from home job, he's thinking like, okay, her connection is not even strong enough. Like she's not even going to be able to do this job. Um, and we really need somebody for this position, et cetera, et cetera. So the first guy that I talked to y'all about the job, he ends up giving me a call back. He said, yeah, I heard about, you know, the results from the interview. And I just, you know, he just stated that, you know, the internet connection was bad. He couldn't really hear you. He couldn't really get the full experience of the way you were answering calls. I mean, answer the questions and things like that. And I'm just like, oh, gosh, this is not good. But then he says to me, this is where favor kicks in, y'all. 
he says but i really 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 want you to be in this position so i'm going to give you a call back in about two days and we're going to reschedule your interview so at this point y'all i'm like tripping i'm bugging i'm like okay god you are really showing out at this point like he literally is allowing me to do my second interview again. If you know anything about a second interview, guys, when you don't um, do well on it, nobody tells you that you get a third chance or a, another chance, excuse me, to do it over. So I'm going to kind of speed this up. So basically, <laughs> he tells me that he's going to reschedule me for the second interview again and i'm like okay god this time i am going to make sure that my internet connection is working perfectly i am going to go to the library i'm going to set up and get a room i am going to make sure for a fact that this is not going to be an issue again guys so i get to the library i'm set up i've been praying the whole time i've been you know just really like okay god if this is your will then this is going to happen i thank you for favor already i thank you for supernatural um supernatural uh experience with this whole thing i pray that whoever this the person that they're in a better mood because see when i even when i did the second interview with the guy y'all i just felt like me and him did not click at all like it just felt like he was just very cold and just wasn't very inviting so then i was like okay well maybe this time he'll be in a better mood etc cetera, etc cetera. so i'm getting prepared for my interview and when i tell y'all I get on the video and it's not the same person, y'all. It's a totally different person. And I just want to say that this particular time, the vibe was perfect. I mean, our energy was good. It just seems like me and him click more than the first guy. And so after the interview, he told me, he said, you know, it's been a pleasure talking to you. You should hear something no later than a week about everything. And you should be able to know whether or not you get the position, et cetera, et cetera. Then, y'all... Two days go by, he gives me a call back, my recruiter, and he says, congratulations, you have the job. Now, I just want to let y'all know, when you begin to take a leap of faith and move and actually put into practice or start to apply what you believe that God spoke to you, internally, there is a battle that goes on. We already know that mentally. So, be prepared to have to fight not only the enemy, but your own, your own natural thinking process, your own doubts, your own fears, because that's, that is going to happen. That is a guarantee. I'm not going to say every single time, but especially when you're jumping out, you're stepping out onto something and there's nothing there. You literally are walking on water. There is nothing there already set up for you. You're stepping out there completely. Be prepared already for those type of things. And so I believe that's why it's so important for you to have a relationship with God and to be able to hear him and be able to um, receive from him and be able to be honest with him. Like, God, this is something that I'm afraid to do, but I'm trusting that you will lead me the whole entire way. So once I got the job confirmed, it just was it just was like started to click to me like wow god is really starting to move me but then i started to get nervous i'm like oh my gosh this is a totally different field i have never worked in this field before first i'm excited then my my, my natural mind is like girl we never did this before like what you talking about like how are we gonna do this like you know all those natural things that come you know those feelings are natural and they are normal and so i'm laughing guys because i'm like going back how how the thought process was and how everything was but 
Yeah, so that's what ended up happening. Um, I ended up getting the job. So the position was already squared away, but I still needed a place to live. At this time, I don't have transportation. It's just a lot of things still that I don't know. But at the end of the day, I'm still trusting God. I'm still speaking to my doubts. I'm still praying. I'm still all of these things. And honestly, I'll just I'll tell you guys one other thing. I had one, maybe one or two people that I had told what God revealed to me. And you don't need a lot of people to know what God is doing in your life at all times. When things are, and see in the world, they call it, what do they call it? Um, whatever, whatever, just pop out or whatever. Don't say anything until it's done. Or excuse me, moving in silence. That's what they call it. They call it moving in silence. However, I agree to a certain extent, but I do believe that you should have people in your corner who are going to believe you who are going to say, you know what, if God is telling you to do this, I'm behind you. I'm in agreement with you. There is so much power in godly friends and godly counsel. And I'm so grateful for my tribe. Um, You know who you are. Shout out to you. But I had a couple of people that I just had behind me. Like, look, this is what God told me. I already got the job. Now I need to find a place. And let me tell y'all about the place. So I'm getting to this. And it's still related to taking a leap. When you hear from God, start moving. Okay? So... The play situation is very funny to me because in my previous relationship, uh, we were supposed to be moving into a bigger place. And um, I probably should just go ahead into the other thing and I'll backtrack. How about that? So I'm on the internet. I'm searching for places. I'm Googling places. I'm looking for, honestly, I was looking for, because I have a daughter, I was looking for um income-based apartments because I was like, eh, I don't want to pay that much. I don't want to start off like that. That's just too much. That's probably not a good idea, et cetera, et cetera, all of these things. And so I found a place, y'all, and I go there. But this place is found in Spartanburg, South Carolina. So if you know anything about Greenville and Spartanburg, they're like 30 minutes, I'll say 30 minutes tops, maybe 35 minutes from each other, depending on where you are in Spartanburg and where you are in Greenville. So for me, I actually was, I went to the place in Spartanburg. It was an income-based place. It was nice. All of those things. I talked to the lady. I put in an application. All of those things, y'all. And I was denied. The first thing the Holy Spirit said to me is that I did not say Spartanburg. I said Greenville. I'm like, okay, Lord. Like, okay, my bad. I repent, whatever the case may be. So with God, y'all, follow instructions. I wasted $50 on the application fee, and I could have just saved that $50 for something else. But anyway, um, so uh, God rejected for that place. So at this point, I'm like, okay, God, this is really, really by faith because you, you are not playing about Greenville. You are like, Greenville is where it's at, and that's it, period. So... I go back to searching. I'm on um I'm on the internet. I'm looking at things and I kept seeing an apartment po- complex kept popping up, but I kept swiping because it wasn't what I was looking for. I was like, honestly, I c- was coming from a one bedroom apartment that was very very small. I'm grateful for it because it got me through for the season I was in, but now I have a daughter, so I'm thinking that I need more room. So I was like, God, you know, I know that it's just me and her, but I really want a three bedroom. I was like, it would be great if I could get a three bedroom, um, and you know, this and this and that, and this is what I want. And da, 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 da. I want us to be in a great, very safe neighborhood. It could be gated. I want the pool. I want every amenity that I can have. That's what I basically want. And so, um, I'm looking this place. Y'all keep popping up and I keep swiping. Like, I'm like, Oh my God, that is not what I'm looking for. 
So I finally click on it and I'm like, okay, why did this, why does this name of this apartment sound familiar? So after doing research and looking into it, the apartment actually is um, not only in Greenville, there's also an apartment, like an extension. They have different locations, I'll say that, in different places. And so they have one in Columbia as well. Now, the reason why I was saying I needed to go back and then go forward is because me and my ex had actually applied to the one in Columbia, but we were not approved for it. So that's why the name actually was in my memory. So I was like, okay, God, if this, this is this the place you want me to try? So I felt a peace about it. So I set up an appointment and I go and visit the place, right? And I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh my God, it's perfect. I tell the lady I want a three bedroom. She says, oh my gosh, we have a couple of those. We have, um, excuse me, not a couple of those. She says we have, uh, we should have some available. That's what she's telling me. And so I get in, um, I'm at the place. I'm looking at everything. Uh, actually, no, I need to go back, y'all. I'm sorry. We're going to go back because I went to this place, but what ended up happening is I felt like God was leading me there, but that's what happened. When I got there, she told me there were no three bedrooms available. She's like, I'm so sorry. Uh, we just don't have any more three bedrooms. We actually just um, occupied the other one last week. We had one more left and we just occupied it. So I'm like thinking to myself, God, what is going on? Like, you just led me to this place. I don't waste the gas. I don't really have transportation like that. And you know, like, da da da. da. And so, y'all, I get up there and I'm just, I'm just like confused. I'm like, you let me up here. What is the problem? Like, what is going on? So then she says to me, but we have a sister property that's a little bit further down the road and I don't know if they have openings, but I can reach back out to you and let you know if they do. And then you could go over there and just see kind of if you like it, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, okay. So instead of me waiting on her to basically, you know, give me a call back, I end up driving over to the place. And I was like already like, oh my God, it looks so nice here. I saw the kids getting off the school bus. So I was like, oh my gosh, they have a lot of families and all of that type of stuff. So remember before when I was telling you I looked at the place and I loved it, everything like that. Sorry, y'all got it mixed up. I went to one place. They were they didn't have any openings. Then when I got to this place, I look at the apartment and I'm like, I'm sold. I was like, Lord, this is where I want to live. I was like, I love the environment. I love the front desk people. I seen so many families. Like it just seemed like this was where I was supposed to be. Then I said, Okay, Lord, now you know a girl is working on her credit. She getting things in order. So I'm really gonna need for this to go through like I really believe that this is where I'm supposed to be at it was a three bedroom y'all two bedrooms let me excuse me three bed three bedrooms two baths so it's exactly what I wanted everything was updated they had a lot of the amenities included um just everything and I was in a great location because at this time I don't have transportation really like that so I was actually needing things close like Walmart and you know Dollar General all the convenience stores all the doctors I, I needed everything close so that I could actually afford you know Ubering there and back and so ended up y'all two days later after putting in the application got approved for the apartment so things are moving along and I'm just like wow God this is really coming into fruition like you are really taking like everything your word is definitely true you know, like you're doing what you said you were going to do. And so I'm super excited. And so 
was able to move into my place, y'all. Um, so if you are a person who are believe who are believing God for something new in your life and you feel like now is the time, you have to take a leap. We a lot of times we expect God to come down and push us or drag us. Sometimes he does because he's a good father, so he knows what we need, but a part of believing or saying that you believe or asking and praying for God to do these things in our lives includes our cooperation. You actually have to move your feet. You actually have to step out there and do, um, put into practice to practice the, the actual steps. And so just like I said in my first part, take the leap, move your feet, basically. Um, I would go into like everything else that kind of happened y'all supernaturally, but I'm kind of running out of time. This was not supposed to be this long. Um, but just know God provided for my y'all just, so, just so y'all know how important it is to believe and to trust God and to know that he is a miracle worker. Y'all God provided for me five months of my rent being paid completely. He provided for my lights to get cut on, for me to get internet. Everything was basically here. And this is what I'm saying. If you are in a drought, maybe you are still in Egypt. And of course, we know in Egypt was not the promised land for the Israelites. They got to the, well, excuse me. They, God had the promised land for them flowing with milk and honey, but there were things that they still were supposed to be doing, putting into practice in order to get there. And if you are in a drought or if you're in the desert or if you're in the wilderness, whatever the case may be, and you believe that God is trying to move in your life, you have got to believe, trust, rely on, depend on, and really get yourself out there so that he can show you how awesome, how much of a provider, how much of a father, how much of a good God, how much of a healer, everything that you need is literally found in him. And so, but you, but it can't get to you if you're stuck where you are and you're not willing to move your feet. I see willingness, as I was talking to somebody earlier, not going to go off on this, but willingness is actually putting into action to be able to open yourself and be available for God to move in your life. A lot of times we say we're willing to do this, but there's no action. There's there's no intentionality with what we are believing God for. God is not a genie. He is sovereign. He is good. He is amazing. He is our savior. He's our redeemer, but he is not a genie. This is a journey of a of walking with him and allowing him to to move through you he doesn't have to prove anything to himself but he loves proving to us that he is who he said he is once we get in position to be able to allow him to do so so in this particular case all of those things were all of those things were provided for me and my daughter and i don't i don't take any credit for it it was literally all god all i did was bank on who he was you said the God in your word that you are a provider, that you will provide all my needs according to your riches and glory. That's what you said. That's not my word. I need to see this in my life. What are the practical steps that I need to take to in order to see this in my life? What do I need to get rid of that I need to see this in my life? Because that's the other thing that I'm going to talk about next. So after getting to where God wanted me to be, him supplying, doing all these things, you would think, right, that my mind would be... First of all, I was so overwhelmed with everything that was going on. I was so like, God, you really have done this. You have moved me in literally less than a month. New job, new place, new city, everything. So fast. And 
honestly, I was just overwhelmed by it. I was grateful. I was extremely happy. But at the same time, I was just so overwhelmed. Like, wow, you're really doing this. So this gets me into my second point. When God gets you to where he wants you to be, we can forfeit or delay our destiny when we try to bring Egypt into the promised land. Now, like I said, all of this is happening supernaturally, y'all. Like, everything is happening supernaturally. But my mindset hadn't changed. My location had changed. My career had changed. But my mindset was having a hard time catching up with everything that was going on supernaturally. And so, I was bringing habits from Columbia, South Carolina into Greenville, South Carolina. And honestly... I'm grateful for the grace and mercy of God because he revealed to me, this is a trap. Like the enemy is trying to keep you where you were mentally, even though I'm trying to change all of these things. I'm trying to get your destiny to you. I'm trying to um, answer your prayers because you believe me for it, but your mindset has not changed yet. And so we know that Sometimes our mind mentally can keep us in bondage. Even when things are outside of us are, you know, okay, they're going good. But our mindsets, our old habits, our patterns can really keep us from seeing all that God has for us. So let me tell y'all something. Spiritually, at this time when God was doing all these things, I could tell y'all that I was in the best place of my life. But that would be a lie. Spiritually, at this point, I hadn't really been going to church um, like I needed to, I was blaming it on a transportation issue, but there were other things in my heart that I needed to fix with God, to be honest with you. But me, I'm one of those people who thrive in fellowship. I thrive being connected to other believers because I totally believe that our gifts intertwine with each other and they really help us to become who we need to be. So for me, I needed to be in fellowship with other believers. I need that for my walk. And I believe that a lot of other people, we wouldn't struggle as much if, if we did not try to do it on our own. So like I stated, just to make sure I'm making sure, making sure I'm staying on topic, our second point or my second lesson learned this year was we can forfeit or delay our destiny when we try to bring Egypt into the promise. So at this point, I'm in a new place, but my mind is still the same. I'm still giving, giving, these old habits at times rule over me. And God is like, I, I am trying to make you aware of the things that are trying to hold you back. When I moved you, I wanted all of those things to die. So when God puts you where you need to be, guys, please make sure that you are renewing your mind. If he moved you, it's because he wants you to cut ties with things that held you back from your past. The Bible tells us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds for a reason. You can forfeit your promise by not wanting to let go of the past. A lot of times we are afraid to let go of people, situations. And God is like, you can't take them where you're going. I know we I know this is not like people say it all the time. You can't take people. You can't go up if you got no. In this particular case, if they're not adding to your destiny, your purpose, your calling, if they're not helping you carry the weight of glory, they're not helping you to get closer to Christ, they have to go. You cannot bring people with you who are not wanting the same things. You can't bring people with you who are okay with you 
not honoring God with your life. They're okay with you being in the same place that you've been for 10 years. A lot of the times God is not, we're always saying, we're, we, we say a lot, we're waiting on God. We're not waiting on God. God is a God of pro- progression and promotion. If it hasn't happened yet, it's because it's not supposed to happen yet. But there is still supposed to be progression in our lives at all times. Because God is always doing something new. He's always on to the next thing. And so I believe that the second point is not even going to be long. I just want to give kind of like a little backstory, But the second thing is not going to be long. It's you cannot keep the same mindset going into the promise and destiny of God for your life. And God is so good that he'll make you aware of these things so that you could change them and start doing and moving differently. And that's what I had to do. I literally had to make up in my mind that if anything was attached to my old habits of entertaining different men, like just talking, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever the situation is, or putting myself in environments where it's not going to be conducive to my spirit, got to go. And it's not easy. It's not easy. But... I believe that with God's help, that definitely could be something that we all can get better at. So don't lose your your future holding on to your past. This is for somebody. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. This is for somebody. And it goes into my third point. Once you have made up in your mind that you are going to let go of Egypt, you're going to let go of your past, you are going to live in the destiny that God created for you. Number three, when you met, when you move past the old, stay the course. That's all. Continue to continue to move forward. Do not allow anybody, their, their thoughts, their opinions, their connections to you to hold you back. When I was believing God to move y'all and when I was believing that he was giving me... Um, this vision and that he wanted me to do this, there were very limited people who actually knew what was going on. If it was, if if I told you what was going on, it was probably because it already had happened. And I was already where God was getting me to not out of like, you know, any type of bad, you know, energy or whatever, but you have to be careful about who you tell what to the enemy just needs a vessel. And a lot of times he will use the person that's closest to you. And this is why I said, when you move past the old, stay the course. There were so many different habits, different people, randoms trying to come back into my life after I moved. Um, even before, even the process of me moving, they were still there. Just kind of trying to keep me in the same place mentally, emotionally. But I thank God for Jesus. I thank God for prayer. I thank God for just giving me the strength to be able to do it. And he'll do the same thing for you. He is no respect of a person. I promise y'all. And it literally felt like I was at a crossroads. I felt it in my spirit. I was at a crossroads where I could either continue, like I said in the before, of leaving that mindset, continue in the same mindset, or I could choose to go the other way and choose to move forward and really embrace where God had me. I mean, I was in a new territory. I didn't know what he was trying to do to do for me, where he was trying to get me to. But at the end of the day, I knew that he had told me that he wanted me to move to this place. He was telling me that this was a part of my new. 
But remember, I had already attached my faith to the prophecy earlier this year that speed and direction and clarity and newness and freshness and all of these things would come into my life. And I believed that. But at the same time, I had to be willing to move my feet. I had to be willing to put into practical, the practical steps in order to get those things to me. I had to continue to combat the, the doubts and the insecurities and the fears in my mind. And also, like I said, in this one, being willing to change your mind. And then the last point, when you move past the old, stay the course. So many of us are praying about things, but we will not, we will not let go of our past, let go of past people, let go of distractions, let go of randoms, <laughs> let go of him or her to get to your destiny. They can't come. I'm sorry. They can't come. And guess what? To the ladies, because this is what I dealt with. When God was trying to get me to a new place, I kept trying to, I had, like I said about the crossroads, I had come to a place where I either could continue to deal with these people or I could believe God for something better and greater and more beautiful and more stable and more godly in my future. Do not allow somebody, ashy son, or even fellas, daughter, to keep you in a place where you know God is calling you out of. I know that it's going to be hard. I know that literally at this point in time, emotionally, I felt like it was a battle on the inside of me and I was losing. That's how I felt. I felt like I was losing. But at the end of the day, God gave me the grace and mercy to be able to let go of those people, to separate myself. And he will do the same for you. I know it feels weird. I know it feels like it's um, just territory that you've never been in before. But I promise you, if you allow God, he will get you to where you need to be. The crazy thing about grace and mercy is that even when you know what the right thing to do is, he provides you with the grace to be able to get back to where you need to be. And even if you don't know what the right thing to do is and you only do what you know, he still provides the mercy and the grace for you to be able to get to where you need to be. So no matter where you start with God, you can always end up where you need to be. But we have to continue to, to pursue him, seek him, and allow him to do great things in our life. He's a great father. God was cheering me on when I got past the, the, the part of trying to take everybody with me or not wanting to close the door on some relationships. He got me to where exactly I needed to be. And he, he told me, you're at a crossroads. You can either move forward or stay where you are and go backwards. He's not, gonna, he's not going to force us to do anything. But I'm grateful for his consistency and his persistency and his persistent just persistent pulling, persistent, you know, talking, seeking. Um, and I know for a fact that he wants to do great and amazing things in our lives. And Jesus will forever be the biggest highlight of my life. And I pray, y'all, I'm coming to an end. This was not supposed to be this long, but I really pray that it really, really blesses you. Step out on faith, move your feet, take your leap, let go of Egypt, let go of the past. And keep it in the past. It's the last thing. Keep moving forward and stay the course. If y'all want me to go into more detail about something else. Or if you have another um, 
just topic for me to go into. I, I typically share as I'm learning and I'm growing. Um, and so I'm not perfect, y'all. Like everybody already knows that, but I'm not perfect. I definitely believe that with God, all things are possible. I believe that we can all be who he's called us to be. I believe every single person on this planet has a purpose and a destiny and a calling. And I believe that we all can get there if we just um, help each other get there, but also stay as close as we can to God. You don't have to always agree with the word in order for you to obey it. That's all I had to learn too. There are a lot of things I don't necessarily agree with all the time with God, but I, for what I have learned, when you trust his way and you do the will of the father, he takes care of everything else in your life. So don't be the reason that you're in the same place that you're in. Let go of those people. If they are not contributing to your forever, your eternity, they cannot stay. They have to leave in Jesus name. So I pray that this really blesses you guys. I'm going to wrap this up. This is probably like 45 minutes, <laughs> but I pray um, that that God really touches you where you are, that he that this was a blessing to you as it was to me. I pray that we all make it. And I pray that God continues to love on us and show us the way in Jesus name. Amen. So thank you guys. I will be back again with another podcast. Um, I just need to get um, more of a schedule as to what I'm going to talk about and, you know, how I'm going to get it across and win all of those things. So just keep me in prayer as I will keep you in prayer. Peace.